What's up, my Housewives Relatable listeners? It's your girl, Stella, coming to you once again to talk about it all. Hi, guys. I hope everyone is doing well. We have a lot of housewife-keeping items to cover, from Salt Lake City to some updates on Teresa Judice. So let's jump right into it, guys. Okay, so in last week's episode, we've been talking about um, a lot of Monica Garcia's um, last name. So it was brought up at the reunion that her mom's side is the Garcia and her dad's side was Delgado. So I'm not going to go into all of that again since we covered it last week. You could go back and listen to the episode, but I just wanted to share with you some of my findings that I thought were very interesting. So just to make a long story short, Monica's mom is Linda, and her last name was initially um, Garcia. And her her grandma, I guess the grandma that we see on the show, her last name is De Souza, De Souza, which is you know very uh, common Portuguese last name. And then um, Monica's grandfather, his last name was Garcia. So so far so good. Everything adds up and makes sense. Now. Um, I found information online from this family tree expert that I guess she watches the show and she was really interested in finding out um, about Monica Garcia's father as well. So something that I, I thought was interesting is because last week on last week's um, reunion, Monica said that her dad's last name was Delgado. And this expert online is saying that the last name is Di Nario, okay, for the dad. So I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this is false. I'm just relating back the information to you guys. Uh, you can't believe everything that you find on the internet, but the reason why I thought this was interesting is because this post is from 10 weeks ago. So way before um, the reunion had aired or even started. So, you know, if we backtrack from today's date, um, 10 weeks ago from today would be, I don't know, like around November 24th or November 25th, like around those lines, right? So it seems like um, this person was looking into that information way before the reunion had aired. And um, Linda, um, Monica's mom, who is Linda, is um, she, she took to Twitter and posted the father's last name, which differs from what Monica said uh, at the reunion because she said that her dad's last name was Delgado. And apparently, according to this family tree expert, Monica's mom posted the name on Twitter or X, whichever you used to, <laughs> whichever one you used to call it now. And uh, apparently she posted that the last name was Di Nario. So, and it's spelled D apostrophe A N A, like D Na N A R I O, something like that. So anyways, uh, I don't know if there's a lot of information about her father. I'm not saying that we need to go and like look, look him up, but I thought that that was very interesting. And if this is correct, 
that would just be another lie, right? Um, why is Monica not telling the truth about her father's last name? Yeah, so I just went back to see the actual post. And so basically, this is a post from my family, Jeannie, that is on Instagram. And she's talking about everything that she's doing, her research to try to find um, a, lot, a little bit more information or history on Monica Garcia's family, whether it's on her dad's side or her mo mother's side. And she was able to trace back, you know, the members of her family on her mother's side. And I, I guess she needed some help locating information about Mon Monica's father. So then there was an Instagram user who posted in the comment that, well, you know what? It seems like Monica was lying because recently, and that, that comment is from four days ago, okay? So the original post is from 10 weeks ago, but that comment that appeared was from four days ago. And basically four days ago, Linda Darnell, uh, who is LD... Uh, underscore millionaire on Twitter X posted Monica's father's name, like her father's last name is D Nario. That's what she posted. I don't know if the post is still there, but that's what people are saying in the comments. So I just thought I would say that to you guys. So anyways, moving on with that whole situation. So before we start talking about everything that took place at the actual reunion, part three there's a few things that i wanted to talk to you guys about just to give my opinion on so remember last week i made a comment about lisa barlow saying that oh you know when i met monica she looked completely different she had blonde hair she had fairer skin and, you know, if she was to be in the witness protection program or in a police lineup, I would not be able to pick her out of, of the line. Right. So I also um, went to Snoop on Monica Garcia <laughs> um, social media account. And she had posted something there back then that I'm going to read to you guys. So in response to that comment that Lisa Barlow made. OK, so. She like that that was around like I don't know September 5th or September 6th of last year. So she said, ew. So basically there's a bunch of pictures, okay, on her Instagram. And you could see um it's basically well, there's a girl, I don't know who she is, and then there's Monica. And then you know, I would say that she looks a little bit different then, right? Um, you could still tell that it's her, but she looks, you know, a little bit different you know and there's also angie there and lisa barlow so then there's the caption that says the first photo was taken june 17 2022 i didn't realize i was so unrecognizable with my fair skin back then too the way some people are so damn comfortable lying it's wild first of all i wasn't meeting jen at the airport lisa I met you at the airport because you were also running an errand for Jen. That was actually the first time we met in person. Aside from our countless phone conversations, but keep coming with all that BS. Unreal. 
Second, the way you are coming in clutch with those microaggressions, you can pick me out of a police lineup or witness protection. You can have said a party or a crowd. I see you. Third, the way you made the most uneducated statement of the episode with your fair skin, blonde hair comment. As if Latinas can't have lighter skin or have blonde hair, but yet you claim to be a cultured New Yorker. I know what you are implying. We all do. Doesn't your best friend work in the hair industry? where people color their hair and change their looks up constantly. Lastly, please tell me if you recognize NGK. In the last pick in witness protection or police or a police lineup, happy hump day. Fair skin is better than orange. Okay, so that's what she posted back then in regards to Lisa Barlow's comment. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't... That's just me. That's just my opinion. I didn't think that... Lisa Barlow was saying anything um, that was derogatory or if she was trying to uh, discriminate against Monica's fair skin or tan skin or anything like that. I really didn't see that comment in that way, but that's just me. Um, you know, I've said that before I am like a black woman and all of that. And even, you know, us as black people, we comment on other people. Like I don't do it personally, but you know, it's like a cultural thing. Like people always talk about, oh, this person has fair skin. This person has kind of like medium tone. This person is it's like people talk about skin color all the time. Okay. So, um, I, I don't necessarily see Lisa Barlow saying that like in a way to be aggressive towards, uh, or passive aggressive towards, um, Monica. I think that maybe what she meant was like, and you know, if you guys look back, um, if we're going to comment on her skin, if you look back at Monica before she joined the show, obviously she has like a mixed heritage. She is Portuguese and Colombian. And, uh, she, now that I know that she's actually from San Miguel, um, you know, she's from the islands of Portugal. So at the end of the day, a lot of them like during the winter months or I don't know, like they will have fairer skin and then they tend to they tend to talk to tan a little bit darker uh, or a lot darker during the summer months. You know, my husband is Portuguese, so I and he's also from the island. So like right now he's kind of like fairer, but in the summer he'll be very dark. Right. So I didn't necessarily think that that was um, something negative that Lisa Barlow was trying to say. And I have to admit that at the reunion, like even if you compare, um, at the reunion, Monica definitely seemed like, I don't know if she's using like a spray tan or a tanning bed, but her skin looked like she is tanning, right? Much more than what she used to look like before she joined the show. And that's normal because, you know, like all of the housewives, they pretty much do it, right? They use spray tan. Like we know New Jersey, like Teresa, she likes to really use that a lot. And even Melissa, Margaret, like everybody wants to look better on camera and look tan uh, year round. So I don't necessarily think that um, it was an insult or some sort of shade that uh, Lisa Barlow was throwing at Monica. Not necessarily anyways, but again, you know what my opinion is when it comes to that whole thing. Seems like people are very quick 
all the time these days to use that as oh my gosh this person has a problem with who i am as a person when clearly it's not always the case um now the whole thing about lisa saying oh i wouldn't be able to pick her out of a you know police lineup and um witness protection program i don't think again that that was like a microaggression i think it was more of a cue i think lisa barlow was actually trying to say something to us the viewers which is something that i covered last week with you all i thought it was a very interesting choice of words for her to say that because yes i agree she could have said like you know i didn't recognize her i wouldn't be able to recognize her but the fact that she stated the witness protection program or the police lineup meant like to me it was some sort of like subliminal cue that she was giving us um the like us the viewers like to kind of make us believe like hey you know what like keep that at the back of your mind about this girl there's something about this girl that she's doing that you know you guys are going to find out later on right i'm sure lisa barlow must have had some suspicions when it came to um monica garcia so so another thing that I wanted to cover um, when it comes to that whole situation with her mom, there seems to be a lot of discrepancies when it comes to Monica and her relationship with her mother. And granted, I've said it before, I feel like the two of them are very, they, they are in a toxic relationship. They do not seem to know how to communicate with each other. And there seems to be a lot of resentment um, on both parts, right? So what we see is only a small aspect um, of a conversation on a show. Uh, it's enough to recognize the dysfunction, but I am sure that there is definitely more to the story than meets the eye. So now, Monica said on the show that her mother abandoned her when she was 12 in Pennsylvania, and then she went to follow her dream, right? So it seems like there's a little bit of discrepancy when it comes to that whole thing because her mom is claiming that this is not exactly true, that she did not abandon her daughter. Uh, and she, there's even like a video um, that I was able to locate from some time ago. I guess it was um, sometime last year when the show was uh, airing and her mom did like a little video where she's explaining what the situation was and yada 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 i'll try if i I'll, I'll try to see if i can post it in the sub stack just that way i can make sure that i'm giving the proper credits to whoever account wh whichever account posted it online i can't remember who did that at the top of my head right now but if i do post that video i will make sure that i um that i give the proper credits to uh, the content creator for that little snippet, right? Because I don't believe that that video is still available uh, online, but I was able to find find it, right? So I'm just saying that, again, it seems like there's a lot of discrepancies when it comes to Monica and her mom. Monica says, my mom abandoned me when I was 12 with strangers, people that were not really family. That's what she's saying. And Monica's mom is saying, listen, those people were our friends. We lived in a condo. I lived upstairs. They lived downstairs. Monica had a very close relationship with these people. She loved them very much. We were so close that she considered them, we considered them family. And then eventually her mom was trying to 
you know, I'm, I'm saying that this is the story that the mom is saying, right? So, uh, she said that eventually she was looking for work and she found work in New York and, uh, she was trying to find like a suitable place for her and Monica to live, but she couldn't really afford those places. Uh, basically the only places that she could afford were not necessarily in, um, very good neighborhoods and all of that. And maybe for like a short period of time, Monica had to live with those people that they're talking about. And then the video ends at that point. So I'm very interested in finding out the rest of the story. But um, again, you know, I see people online. And again, guys, you know, I, I don't think that this is necessary. I see people online, they attack Linda and they call her all sorts of names. And they say that she's a horrible mother, that she should kill herself, that she... Um, you know, that she is, uh, that she was in there for Monica, that she's the worst human and things like that. And I'm reading some of those comments. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, wow, what is wrong with people? Like, I don't know what's going on with people. It's like, people are seeing this woman on the show. We see the dysfunction. We see that there is toxicity between her and her daughter, but to actually take time out of your day and go online and insult someone and tell them like, I hope you just kill yourself. I hope this and that and the other, you're a horrible person. You're a ho horrible mother. I don't understand what people are doing. It's like this woman hasn't like, she is on a show with her daughter and her daughter has this entire platform where she can control the narrative as to what she wants the public to believe her relationship with her mother is. And her mom does not have the same. She's on that platform, but not in the same capacity as Monica. So it's only fair to at least listen to her side of the story as well, especially after it was discovered that Monica tends to not always tell the truth, you know what I mean? Or she is not always um, truthful in her statements. Yes, she comes out and says, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. But there's a lot of stuff in between that is not told properly or in its entirety. And there's a lot of half truths I find with Monica, if I can even give her that much. So I don't know. Uh, and I'm not saying that Monica does not deserve or does not have the right to feel the way that she feels when it comes to that entire situation with her mom, because it's very well possible that she has this fear of abandonment that she was talking about. But the only thing that she could at least do is, um, allow herself to tell the story as truthfully as she can as truthfully as she can because lying or just being like inflammatory in your statements they just don't really it does more damage in the long run and this woman doesn't like her mom she doesn't have like the opportunity to really defend herself and say this is what really took place. This is what happened, right? So I didn't think that that was really fair. But anyway, speaking of fairness, guys, speaking of fairness, that whole situation that took place again with Monica and her mom when it comes to whatever happened in Bermuda, to make a long story short, Monica was supposed to go while she was on the trip with the ladies for her birthday. 
she was supposed to do a stop at her family, um, family on her family side, like her mom's side in Bermuda. So if you guys recall, Monica is in the car or the van with the other ladies, receives a phone call, and then she kind of just leaves the car, starts running, crying. Lisa Barlow comes and she's like, what's going on? And then, um, what's her name? Monica says that her family doesn't want to see her, that her mom, uh, was all behind it and tried to, um, you know, cancel the trip for her and all of that in the family reunion. Right. So that happened on the show. And again, that was a very sad moment. And I also gave my opinion last week when it comes to the whole thing. And or was it last week or a couple of weeks ago? Anyways, I can't remember. But I said that I felt like maybe Monica and her mom were in cahoots when it came to that entire situation, that maybe they were just trying to get camera time together and they thought that this would make good TV. Right. That's what I said. So, um, well, I have to say that I stand corrected because there is actually a statement made by Monica. And I'm about to read that to you guys. Okay. For those of you who have not seen it, but, um, I just thought I would bring that up to your attention because at the reunion last week, um, she said to Andy Cohen, Oh, you know, I haven't spoken to my mom since we rap filming and there's still a little bit of an unsolved mystery when it comes to that whole thing with whatever happened in Bermuda because I haven't spoken to my mom right so again guys the reunion I believe they were taping the reunion on November 20th of 2023 and then Monica finally made a statement to um she made a statement to basically say that, oh, you know what? My mom is not responsible for all of this. Okay, so I'm going to read it. It's off of her Instagram. So she said, and she calls her mom Linda. So basically, uh, she says, Linda, I called you tonight. No answer. But I see that you're available here on an app where the world can continue to see this dysfunction. At that time, I did believe that you had something to do with it, which I told you on the phone a couple days ago. You then talked to me and showed me text and we cleared it up and now I know. However, that does not take away from what I felt and thought happened at that time. At that time. Yes, I know now. In that moment, I did not know anything. I was blindsided and I felt humiliated and embarrassed and crushed. However, I still have no idea what happened and why they backed out. There you go. Your name is cleared. Looking at our relationship, your behavior on Twitter alone, you can see how me thinking that you could have been involved was not out of the realm of possibilities. Was not out of the realm of possibilities, sorry. You could have gone to Twitter and confirmed we have family there since people aren't believing that. But this is important too. Anyways, I hope you can sleep better now since I have told the whole truth. So help me God and 
I'll take all the help from God I can get right now. Heart, heart, heart. And I don't know, I think this little caption came from Bywig Hello Drama or something like that. That account, that fan account online. So just want to make sure that I'm giving the proper credit. So, so I find it interesting given the fact that, you know, they filmed the reunion back in November. So I believe that according to that statement made by Monica, that she did not know the whole truth at the time when she taped the reunion, but she definitely knew the truth in December. So that's when she basically um, wrote this entire caption on Instagram. And then the second installment of the reunion aired in January. So they talked about that and it was taped prior to, so obviously they couldn't edit it out, I guess. But um, I'm surprised that they haven't made more of a big deal about Monica's response in her, like to her mom in her Instagram. Like I'm not talking necessarily like at the reunion, but I'm just saying like the whole noise around it all because people were discussing this and just like, oh, you see her mom, people are under the impression that her mom is really the person who, um, forced the family to back out of the family reunion with Monica in Bermuda. So everyone is under that impression, including myself. But then I found this Instagram post and, you know, Monica posted this before the reunion saying that her mom had absolutely nothing to do with it and that that's the truth. So I just thought that I would bring that up to you guys, just so you know, because I it's important to put the truth out there. So her mom, when it comes to that whole situation with the family in Bermuda, had nothing to do with that. And I also stand corrected. So, okay, a few housewives keeping items about Teresa Judice. I haven't talked about her in quite a long time, actually. So I just have um, something that I wanted to cover. So recently... I don't know if for those of you who are not on social media or even those who are on social media but have missed it, there is this account online that um, is posting videos of Teresa saying um, some negative things about Joe Judice. And um, the reason why I wanted to bring this to your attention, guys, is because I watched the podcast, Namaste Bitches, between Teresa and Melissa Feaster, obviously, uh, not just snippets. And this has been happening for quite some time. Okay. So basically, the video circulating online is Teresa talking to Melissa Feaster and saying that um, Joe Judice is not really smart, that if he... Um, that he keeps on dating lawyers and hopefully those lawyers can make him smart because he needs to smarten up. Uh, she talks a lot about their legal situations and how, you know, he didn't file taxes and all of that. And, you know, she goes in on him quite a bit, right? So um, that account, Chrissy Balls, I believe, um, she was saying, well, you know, didn't she just take a trip to the Bahamas for New Year's with her girls? And it was like supposed to be all, you know, fun and dandy and all lollipop and roses. And like you get along with Joe and all of that. Right. So why are you trashing him? So I just wanted to say people seem to be under the impression that 
this is just a one-time thing but i can actually confirm to you guys that Teresa has been doing it for quite some time on that podcast and i have noticed that which i find a little funny because when she started the podcast with melissa feaster she always said positive things about joe kind of like she was just like well well you know she talked about the situation a little bit but she was always like he's an amazing father and um you know, he wasn't always the best husband, but at the time he was for me, like she has said things like this about Joe Judice and she, she didn't throw him under the bus as much as she is throwing him under the bus. Now I find it's very like, I've noticed a shift and now she's like always making like, she's always taking a dig at him. Okay. She's always like, Oh, you know, he's not smart. Oh, you know, there's a reason why I'm not with it. She's like, you know, there's a reason why I'm not with him anymore. Right. She's like, yeah, like I'm so not into that. Right. And, um, like every chance that she gets to throw a little dig at Joe, she, she, she does it. And she'll say like things like, oh, you know, my ex, uh, he used to fart in the bed, that kind of stuff. He used to fart in the bed. And that's a reason. That's the reason why I'm not with him. There's a reason why I'm not with him because he used to do that, like the Dutch oven or whatever. That That's what they were talking about at some point in time. And then she's like, oh, Louis is not like that. He's a gentleman. You know, he never farts in front of me. He never does this or that or the other. Joe wasn't like that. And then she trashes him a little bit. Right. And then, um, the thing about the lawyers, like, yeah, he keeps on dating lawyers. Hopefully they can make him smart. She says things like this. So then yesterday, um, she had Mike, the situation Sorrentino on the podcast. And, uh, anyways, Mikey was talking. It was good to see him. Actually, I have to say, I don't know if it's just me, but he didn't look like him back then when he was on the Jersey Shore. And by the way, I never watched an episode of the Jersey Shore. I know who they are. And, you know, I, I may have seen like a few things like here and there back then, but I never watched the show religiously. But um, right now, as we speak, I find that the situation, he kind of looks like Joe Judice. I don't know if you guys saw him like yesterday on the podcast, but to me, he looks like Joe Judice. Anyways, so... He was there and it was a very good interview. Uh, he's very well spoken and he was talking about everything from the Jersey Shore to now having chickens in his backyard and which is a very Ita Italian thing. I find uh, a lot of the old school Italian people that I knew back then, they had chickens even in the city. So I thought that was cool. And uh, the fact that he wants to prepare for you know living off the grid and <laughs> all of that stuff i think that that's great you know what you should you you should make sure that you have like at least eggs you know if things decide to shut down or if you're unable to buy these things because of whatever right we've seen it in the past four years so i thought that was super cool but um at some point in time you know he was talking also about having his kids and for those of you guys who don't know, um, Mike, the, like the situation, he did a little short stint in prison because of tax evasion, right? So he was talking about that. And then eventually he, you know, he had his kids, um, 
while he was, well, not while he was in prison, but his kids were outside with his woman and all of that. And it was like a very tough situation. And he was talking about, you know, trying to take it all in because he has young children and trying to be there and be in the moment and present for them and all of that. So then Teresa asked him, are you a hands-on dad? She asked him that. And then, or a hands-on father or husband, whatever. And then he said, yeah, very hands-on. Like I try to be hands-on. And then she cut him off and said, well, that's great. I love that because my, my ex was not hands-on at all. I used to do everything. That's what she said. So then again, I was thinking, not necessary. The interview is not about Juju Dice. It's about Mike, the situation and his situation. There's no reason for, for Teresa to continue to just throw these little digs at Juju Dice, especially because I have yet found a clip of Juju Dice saying anything, anything remotely negative about Teresa. And there's plenty to say. Okay. I'm sure. You know, what we see on the show is what we see on the show, but I have not seen Joe say one thing other than what he said on the show about his wife, which was horrible, of course. But since they got divorced, Joe has never said a negative thing about Teresa ever. Like he always says she's a great mom. She was a great wife. You know, I messed up and that's it. Right. I don't understand what Teresa is doing. Like I thought. She was saying, oh my gosh, my daughters, my daughters, you know, like they don't want to hear that stuff about their dad. Well, that's their dad. <laughs> and you're constantly throwing cheap shots at him. Like, I wonder how the girls feel about that. And it's like, Teresa, just stop. It's not necessary. Like, remember, he's not even in this country anymore. Like you like to say, or Gia. Your father's not, like Joe is not even in the country anymore. So why continue to talk about him and throw digs? And I would have to sort of disagree with that when she says he's not hands-on, right? I'm just going to give you guys my opinion because, you know, they like to say they're old school, okay? And I'm sure certain aspect of their marriage and, you know, of the family dynamic was old school. Again, Joe had chickens. Um, what else? Did they have a garden? I don't know. They never showed us that on the show, but he, they did a lot of like traditional things. Oh yes. They did the tomatoes, you know, they did the sausages and all of that stuff. So very traditional things. They brought their family together, the parents, the in-laws, they were there and they were doing those types of things. Right. But we also saw Joe Julius change a diaper on TV. Well, he didn't actually change it, but we see Teresa say, Joe, can you just take care of the baby? Because I'm in a very important conversation at Caroline's house. And I'm just telling you, if Joe was old school, if this relationship was as old school as, you know, they try to make it seem, Joe would have never changed the diaper in his life. Because the old school men that I know, they have never changed the diaper. And we know that it's not the case for Joe Judice. So there's that. We also see him like spend a lot of time with the girls. We see him cook for them. And that's another thing that I love. Like in, you know, in Italian culture, like the men, they cook a lot, right? Uh, the women do, but the men as well, they know how to cook. Like maybe not all of them, but the one that I knew, at least the old school one, they, they were always in the kitchen as well uh helping um and we see that on the show we saw Teresa and her dad her dad was in the kitchen as much 
uh, just as much, if not more. Uh, than Teresa, right? It was not just the, it was not just Teresa's mother. It was the father as well cooking, right? So we've seen Joe Judice cook for these girls, uh, call the guys over uh, and the family together. And he's like taking care of the girls at home. We've seen him, you know, when Teresa's traveling and all of that, he's spending time with the kids. He's like watching movies with them. We've seen a lot of that. We've seen, we've seen Joe take the girls alone and just like, I don't know, like do like an activity. We've seen him uh, go to karate with these girls. It's like, what do you mean he's not hands-on? And we, we could clearly see that the girls love their father. So I don't know what Teresa is doing. And of course, we only get a small glimpse of their relationship, like on camera or on TV. But there's pictures and pictures and pictures of Juju Dice doing stuff with the girls, right? All the time. To me, I always knew that he was maybe not the best husband in the way that he communicated with Teresa, but I never saw him as not like a hands-on dad, you know? And even like, I don't know, you want to talk about hands-on? Whatever Teresa wanted or needed. You want a carport? He's building it. You want this? He's building that. You want a, a like a, a garage, like an apartment in the garage? He does it. You want this and that and the other? He knows how to do everything, you know? He's like a super hands-on guy. <laughs> so to me, I thought that was like a cheap shot, but that's just my opinion. Speaking of Teresa, and I'm going to let you guys um, go when it comes to that whole thing, is um, recently, Kim D on her podcast, she said that she had a meeting with a current housewife and that um, she's not going to say who it is, but it is a current housewife, like a housewife that is on the show at this time. She's not saying who it is. So she said, I think they had lunch or dinner, but anyways, they met and they had a conversation and she's not ready to say who it is yet. But eventually, I guess, you know, she will let the cat out of the bag. But we can only assume that it's Teresa because I cannot, I don't see it being Melissa. Like, I don't think Kim would have like a sit down dinner with Melissa at this point to talk about what, like, I would love it. Like, don't get me wrong. I would love it if Kim would just be like, hey, you know what? I think like this little tit for tat between the two of us has lasted for way too long. Maybe we need to have a conversation and a chat and then just squash it put it behind us. I would love that, but I don't think it's going to happen because I, I find that nobody ever apologizes to Melissa. People always do shitty things to her, <laughs> but they never want to apologize to her afterwards. So I just don't see it. Um, Dolores, I don't think it is Dolores because she doesn't have a problem with Dolores. And why would that be news? She is friends with Dolores. She always says it. So I don't, I don't think that that's Dolores could be Margaret, but again, I don't know. I don't know what they would actually talk about. Um, maybe they could talk about the fact that um, Kim D had some sort of like preconceived notions about Mar Margaret because she was 
you know, feuding with Siggy Flicker. And I guess Kim D was friendly or is friends with Siggy Flicker. So it could be about that. But I don't think there's animosity between Margaret and Kim D anymore because Margaret sent her some makeup brushes and Kim D did a review of them. And it was very, very like in fa like in favor of Margaret. So I don't know, but it could be. So who else could it be? Like, I don't see it being Danielle Cabral or Rachel Fuda. So I can only assume that it must be Teresa. I wonder what it's about. I wonder what Teresa said to Kim T uh, after all of those years of them not being friends. You know, a lot have been said on both sides. You know, Kim D has said stuff and Teresa, we know, has said a lot of stuff as well. So that would be interesting in the following weeks to come to find out um, if they've made amends and where they stand in their friendship. Anyways, guys, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me at relatable underscore Stella on Instagram. And please do not forget to follow me on my blog, which is housewivesrelatable.substack.com. Um, this is my blog. I write my thoughts on there. Sometimes I put some uh, receipts that I find or thing that, things that I think people will find interesting. And, you know, do not forget to show your appreciation as well guys um the blog is completely free if you wish to support me and you would like to um send me a gift or a donation you can do it through my blog um i leave it completely free to you guys but if you want to show your appreciation you can just uh, do so by giving the amount that you are comfortable with that way there is no monthly commitment it's not a recurring charge but it's like you know it's a nice thank you sometimes right so thank you for those of you who have been uh, donating through the blog i appreciate you all thanks for listening and as always guys be a fan not fanatical ciao